0: Hello, my friends, this is Andy and Hetty coming live from Orange County, California, Placentia Yorba Linda School District, the just banned CRT. How are you, Hetty?
1: Fantastic. <laughs> Am I in an echo chamber? I'm new to these headphones?
0: Yes. We're going to wear headphones to make sure that we're always on mic. Oh, is that heard. what that's for? Yeah, if I go back here, it's hard to hear, right? And then if I come up, oh. see, I will. It's me, not, not you. Obviously. It's all about you. But you can elbow me or say, hey, you're not on mic. <laughs> Wow, what a glorious night we had last night at the uh, school board meeting. Yay. It was awesome. Oh, my gosh. It's um, such an accomplishment. It, it took way too long. Eight months.
1: It took eight months. That's a big deal.
0: And the parents stuck to it and did not give up and did not give in. And um,
1: and Marilyn came through.
0: And Marilyn came through in a big way. There was a whole new Maryland last night, actually. Really? Yes.
1: Oh, we should congratulate
0: her. We for actually that. applauded her
1: really yes that's fantastic it's good to acknowledge
0: that yes maryland's one of the school board members that uh along with leander blades who was a conservative and sean Youngblood, who is who was a conservative we those three were voted in in the last election which uh, gave us a majority seemingly um on the board and uh on occasion maryland's been a little funky but uh what we would call a rhino probably in the biz. <laughs> in the biz. But she came through last night. We are very happy. So um we are um here to read the devotional. Smith Wigglesworth is the book we're currently in. Yes. But if you want to see any of the other um uh, material that uh, myself or Hedias put puts out, uh you want to go to resurrectministry.com where you'll find some great content. And we've had so many visitors. It, at one point it crashed your site.
1: Yeah, it's I had a whole bunch of uh, email signs up the uh, signups the other day too. It's been awesome.
0: Yes, so amazing. God is great, so great. Um, so we're going to read the devotional for today, April sixth. It's entitled "His Glory and Ours." The reference is Second Corinthians three eighteen. But we all, with unveiled faces or face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Scripture reading is 1 Corinthians 15, 35-58. And Smith says in the devotional, The coming of the Lord is for the life of the Lord, not for our bodies. Our bodies will never be in heaven. They will never reach there. They are terrestrial things. And everything terrestrial will come to an end on this earth. What is going, what is going to be there? The life of the Son of God the nature of the Son of God, the holiness of the Son of God, the purity. Life will be there, as well as the likeness and everything pertaining to it. As we go on, we will see that he is in this life that is going to have a new body. This life will demand a new body. It is demanding it now. This is a law of life. You have a law of life in nature, but now you have to have a law of a spirit of life which is free from everything of the natural order. And this is the law of life, of the life of Christ that is in you, which I am taking you through or bringing you to, so that you may be firmly fixed on the perfect knowledge that no matter what happens, you know you will go. When I say you, it is right to say you will go. You will go up, but you, as you know yourself now, won't go in. You will be dissolved as you go
1: kind of a tongue twister isn't yeah it?
0: be the nature of the sun the new life will go in with your new body we move on now uh, to further foundation in the first chapter of john the 14th verse we read and the word became flesh they saw it and dwelt among us it was right in the midst of them and they couldn't help seeing the glory of it and he held and we beheld his glory The glory as of the begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now you have to receive that full of grace, full of truth, the glory of the Lord. You must remember that glory is not a halo around your head. In some paintings of the Lord Jesus or of the saints, you will see a light patch painted just over their heads. The idea being to exhibit glory. Glory never is that way. Glory is expressive. Glory had two mighty powers with it. It's not... It not only had grace, which was a, the canopy of the mercy of the high order of God, all the time prevailing and covering and pressing him, but it, it, but it also had truth. Christ spoke that every heart was filled with what he said. And this glory is what we have to have. This is what we will be caught up to heaven and expressed. Can expressiveness be taken up? Yes, because it, because it is the nature of the new birth. Will truth be taken up? Yes, for truth is the very embodiment of the Son, just as this life permeates through your body. It would be impossible impossible for any saint ever to be free to give anything but absolute truth. The saint has to become an embodiment of truth, life, and Christ manifested. We have to be like him, just as he was filled with his glory. This divine order speaking out of fullness greater than anything we have ever had. Our minds and souls must perceive the things of God so that we live, move, move, and act in this glory. The glory of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, the power of the Lord, the life of the Lord is being made manifest. It is not you he is after. It is what has been created in you. Wow. Thought for today. Glory is not an outside halo. Glory is an inward conception. Whew. Deep. <laughs> so deep, it really is. Wow. Um, so I'm going to go to you, oh. deep person. <laughs> what is it that uh, stands out to you? What comes to mind?
1: Honestly, it's hard for me to give an immediate uh, understanding because it, it's just a really. Together with First Corinthians 15, it's just a really significant portion of scripture uh and just the understanding of so what kept occurring to me is because we have these spiritual bodies right and uh we're we're trying while we're on earth to manifest those those bodies as as much as possible the spiritual life the grace and truth becoming more christ-like i think to myself well in eternity when we reach that perfection is, are we all walking around looking like Jesus? Like, is Jesus? Is there a billion infinite Jesuses walking around? Like, do we all end up looking like him? You know, when you yeah. think about it, like, is he walking around looking at himself?
0: Well, oh. oh,
1: right. And
0: so, if I hope it, not. Right? I, mean, I love Jesus,
1: <laughs> but that, but just the the mystery of that, or is there some kind of um i just wonder i'm just suddenly wondering is does god make these distinctions like when he says the lord came and sat at the right hand of the throne of god and that we we will have this likeness is that do when once we are in eternity is everything just spirit mm. because the son already went back to the father he's of the father we go back to the son and the Father, and we are in Him, and He's constantly. There's all that scripture about abide in Me, and I'll abide in You, and we'll abide together in the Father, and all this notion of being within that in, uh, Him and within the Father. That in the end, is it just one? Wow. So I'm just kind of that's where I'm stuck <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> I always imagine this um, this glowing. Outline of a body Uh-huh. Not necessarily arms always, but when you bring your arms down, it just goes like into the body. right And then we kind of see some shoulders and we just kind of float along. There's no legs moving. Right. That's what I always picture.
1: Well, we have outside. celestial bodies, mm. so what is the it doesn't necessarily look like an earthly one. It mm. doesn't demand that it doesn't, but it doesn't say that it
0: does. Wow, that's interesting. I want to read something really quick, but I want to remind everybody that's watching, if you could uh, comment, um, uh, those of you that are on either Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or even Rumble, which you are on right now, uh, the Rumble uh, comments won't come up, so we can see them probably, but if you are watching on Rumble, type it, and then let us know, say you're watching on Rumble, and I I would love to see if that comment comes up. Does
1: the YouTube comments go? They do,
0: right? YouTube does, and Twitter does, and Twitch, but Rumble, I'm not sure. So wherever you are, comment, tell us where you're watching from. Um, and, um, if you have any comments about what it is we're talking about, what is it that you see, uh, in your imagination as to what we're going to look like when we, we have passed on and our bodies have dissolved and we have gone up. I would like to know what your thoughts are and what it is you see. I want to read something really quick. Um, uh, I, I needed to look up because as I read a little bit of the devotional, um, and uh, a little bit of scripture, I go, actually, let me look up the word glory. Now, I feel bad because last night I, in my speech at the school board meeting, um, I talked about how we had people that you know that are in charge of educating our kids. They had to look up the word systemic. And I thought that was like, really? You had to look that up? <laughs> like, no wonder. No wonder we're having so many problems at our school. But the other thing was we've been at this for eight months and yes. they didn't look it up until two weeks ago. Yeah, like, Why didn't they look it up? It, at the very beginning, when they realized that this was one of the, but they're words. accusing us of yeah. systemic racism. Might as well have systemic. Means. Yeah, no, they waited. They waited until two weeks ago to look it up, uh, and so, so now I feel funny to look up Glory, but it was just so like, wait a minute, maybe I don't understand what Glory is. Wow. And so there's this one part here that I want to read. It's a paragraph, so it's a little bit longer than me just reading a couple of sentences, but I think it's important. This kind of really helped me, um, and then there's a much further discussion on it. So if you want, if you go to Got Questions. Uh, on online and glory of God and type up, you know, what is the meaning of the glory of God in this paragraph? It says in the human earthly sense, glory is a beauty of vibrancy uh, that rests upon the material of the earth. And in the sense, in the sense it fades, but the reason it fades is that material things do not last. They die and wither, but the glory that is in them belongs to God and returns to him with death or decay when death or decay takes the material. Think of the rich man mentioned earlier. The verse says the rich man is to glory in his humiliation because like flowering grass, he will pass away. What does this mean? This verse is admonishing the rich man to realize that his wealth and power and beauty come from God and to be humbled by the realization that it is God who makes him what he is, makes him what he is and gives him all he has and the knowledge that he will pass away like the grass is that is what will bring him to the realization that God is the one from whom glory comes. God's glory is the source, the well, the wellspring from which all smaller glories run. And I was thinking about that. And I was telling Hedia uh, that, that, wow, that I think the difficult part of, of, Of probably mostly men, and I'm not sure women feel the same way, but mostly men who are ego-filled and want respect constantly from the moment they open their eyes until the time they close their eyes, is that they want credit. (laughs) And so as a man comes into the faith and learns that everything is because of God, everything you have, every good thing, and then you think well you mean everything bad is from me yes Uh, yeah (laughs) wait one second like nothing good can come from me no (laughs) not you from us (laughs) that is so
1: difficult oh it's it's very uh it's it's very freeing when you once you accept it oh really oh yeah it's awesome
0: (laughs) wow uh, that, that, but reading that just really like, wow, it took me 60 years <laughs> to learn that nothing good comes from me, anything that's good. And it's so hard because then, of course, it's easy even uh, before reading this, that when anything bad happens, oh, well, that's not me. That's the devil. Oh, that's uh, not me. That's, you know, like the Democrats do. That's everybody else's fault. Yes. <laughs> Including the devil. Yes. No, much of the time, it's just simply us. Yes. And so accepting that fact that anything bad comes from either us or the devil um, or, uh, you know, maybe the devil's working on somebody else.
1: But it also, when it's ourselves, is that the devil made me do it. (laughs) So it's like it's not like the devil himself. It's he devil comes and whispers in our ear. Mm. But if we are uh, guarded, we won't do what he says. So it's still us. Even if he's tempting us. We still have the uh, ability to stop it, so um, the bad is right. still from us. He doesn't do. He doesn't stick out his leg and trip us. Right. You know what I mean. He tells you, hey, you know what? I think he should trip right there. <laughs> I think. I think he should leap. He doesn't raise up the step. Like, no. Out of code. No. It's so. It's basically us that has the opportunity to fight it, and hmm. so point blank, it's not. Everything good comes from God, and everything bad comes from us. Full oh, stop. It's not and the devil. It's just oh. us. Dang. Yeah, that's Flip it. Flip
0: Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. Yeah. That's right. That's
1: but right. it's still ultimately <laughs> us, right? Even yeah. if the devil encourages you to do it, we still have free will.
0: Flip Wilson, I don't know how many people watching know who Flip Wilson even is.
1: I doubt many.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he was incredibly famous in the 60s and 70s. Yes. <laughs> Gail Marie, how are you? What does Gail have to say, Hedia?
1: I think we'll be like our heavenly Lord, like family look the same sort of people we will be like Jesus family likeness. OK, my daughter was born after my mom passed away. And my daughter looked like my mom when she was a baby. So I think we're all going to be we're going to all be family. That's beautiful.
0: Mindy, Mindy Holmes.
1: Hi, are we talking about before the new earth? Oh, I didn't know you own rumble. I prefer <laughs> rumble. <laughs> Uh, No, I'm not talking about before the new earth. I'm talking about in eternity, after the new earth. Uh, In eternity, in God's presence. Is it just, I know uh, Gail mentioned that we would have a likeness, but um, we're told that we reach a perfection. So if the perfection is Christ, then we should all theoretically look exactly like Christ. And what would that be like? I don't know. Can't wait. (laughs) <laughs> uh you want to read first corinthians 15
0: yes let's go
1: first corinthians 15 35 to 58 and here the lord tells us a little bit more about these celestial bodies we'll have and actually so you know, when i read a verse it suddenly occurred to me that this is the response to evolution but some, but some will say how are the dead raised up and what with what body do they come Oh, foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. And what you sow, you do not sow that your body that shall be, but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain, but God gives it a body as he pleases and to each seed its own body. And here's 39. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish and another of birds. So human flesh does not come from animal flesh. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial is one. See the sense of oneness, the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars for one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness and it is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit, which is Christ. However, the spiritual is not the first, but the natural and afterward, the spiritual. The first man was of the earth made of dust. The second man is the Lord of heaven as was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. So it seems like He's constantly hinting that we will be is exactly like Christ. We are actually the same. So He says, as was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have been born in the image of the man of dust we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. So we will bear the image of Christ. Mm. What does that mean? So that means we're all going to walk around looking like Jesus. (laughs) So he's going to be like, it's like a reflection, looking in the mirror. We say in the first Corinthians that we've been reading in uh, 12, it says first we look in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. That ultimately when we're in God's presence, now we look at it as in a mirror dimly. It's vague. We can't see, but then face-to-face. I'm sorry, folks. This is like sent me off on a little bit of a tailspin. It's thing.
0: like the mirror after a shower.
1: Yes. That right now it's foggy, yeah. but then face-to-face yeah. will be mirror images of each other. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Haiti, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. Romans 8.
1: That's it. And then for the law of the spirit of the life in Christ, Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death.
0: You know what you reminded me of? uh, And it was uh, pastor Jack's message, I think from last Sunday um, where he talked about um, the Bible, as we know is the word of God and he used men to write the Bible. Yes. And he was discussing as, as an argument against the truth of the Bible is that, well, if, when you read the word of God, why isn't it written in the same manner? Why isn't each book written in the same manner? When Paul wrote, he wrote in one manner and when Matthew wrote, he wrote in another and, uh, and they said, if then obviously it was man because it's written differently. And uh, I, I thought what Jack said is that, no, it was still God's word using men that have different uh, abilities and different thought patterns and and things that they, the way that they use the words was from their experience on earth yes, and their uh, education and what they saw and how they wrote was, was, was from them. Their
1: character was their talents
0: were slightly different. So that's why it's, that's why it looks different. And I, and I, and so I think the reason why that, that I thought about that is that, as we go up and in the image of Christ that we will still have some differences because we are just simply different, whether it's, right. I don't know about who we are. So there, I'm, I'm thinking that we'll have the image just like the Bible is God's word, but in there, it's
1: a great analogy, just
0: slightly different. I love that. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I definitely could see that. Wow. I think that's what Gail kind of meant about family too Mm. is that we'll have some semblance of one another. I, and I think that there's, (laughs) I think as human beings, there's something remotely comforting about it that we want to be uh, individuals. We want to remain some sense of personal existence though. It's not necessarily required. Okay. Gail has a good response. The angels didn't all look alike. God makes things perfect in eternity, but not all of us are going to look alike. That's just my thinking on it. Yes, we're going to be like Christ, but we're going to be able to tell one another, such as when Moses and Elijah were on the Mount with Jesus and Peter knew who they were. Yes. I think we're going to all be like his glory, sh- shining bright. But family likeness, I'm sure we'll be able to know who Jesus is and we'll all know who all the other saints are. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously like some kind of distinction we're expecting i just wonder what it is like like how are we going to be able to tell and maybe it is like you described about you know all being infused by the holy spirit the bible we could we we can hear god throughout even though there's different dialects and Mm -hmm. and literary styles and tense and verb tense that's used based on who the author of the pen is so Maybe it'll be the same thing in our celestial bodies. You'll right. still be able to tell who's who.
0: Wow. I mean, I'm gonna be thinking about this all day. When I was yeah. a kid, one of the things that used to drive me crazy is <clears throat> when I would start I, I loved um, you know, studying stars and planets and all the in solar systems and something like that. Astronomy. Astronomy. That too. Both those things. <laughs> and um I remember that it, 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 I'd go camping a lot. And when I was a kid, we'd camp all the time. And uh, I remember laying there and looking at the stars. And then I would get so caught up into how far it goes and, and how big it is and how vast and then how far away each star is. And I could, and almost couldn't sleep Aww. because I go, oh, my God, how does it not end? What do you mean it goes on forever? Like, no, there's got to be something at the end. Well, oh, no. What happens at that end? Because something else has to start, if that ends. Yes, and you drive me crazy. So thinking about this now is going to drive me crazy for a couple of days. Oh. I'm going to be thinking like, oh, no, what happens? No, what about my? I have to take my my personality with me. Oh. Everybody loves it. Really? No.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited to get rid of it. Not yours, yeah. mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. That didn't sound right. Uh-oh. But no, I'm happy to get rid of mine. I just, I am uh, sometimes exhausted from the, uh, the constant desire to be more Christ like and constantly failing at it. <laughs> it's exhausting.
0: It really is. <laughs> Debbie says.
1: I was with my brother when he passed. He took his last breath and looked up and had the most glorious look on his face. All I could say was he saw glory. Oh, man. That's so beautiful. I love that. Sorry for your loss. Your loss, heaven's game.
0: We've seen that. I mean, I've seen that. On people that have passed away, that smile on their face. Oh. That that almost um, like relief. Like, oh, that was a rough Oh really? Rough in 60, in like, years.
1: <laughs> in a cop in your police experience? <laughs> on on, maybe, on yeah, on occasion. Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. some people
0: are surprised by their death. I and so they got thing. <laughs> so sometimes they're like ah. um but uh, no, you go to um a lot of uh natural death. Sometimes you have to go just to make sure there's no shenanigans, oh, especially okay. when it's like a person with cancer or an older person. Oh, okay. you go there to make sure it's not a, you know, a mercy killing. Yeah. And so but many of those people had have smiles on their face. Like they just like this little smirk. Like, oh.
1: yeah, I, I wouldn't say my dad had a smile, but it wasn't a frown. Like it wasn't fear. It was just kind of, I don't know how to explain. Just gone.
0: Um, is it okay? Can I ask you what you said, mentioned one of the last things that he said to you. You remember that we had a discussion the there. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you yeah. want to Share that or about love. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was uh that he said all that mattered was love. He said, please let everybody know that all that matters was love.
0: And we've kind of taken on that with our, how we talk to each other, because I know that he used to call you lovey. Yes. And I just, it just, you know, you take things from people that you meet. Yes. You know, you ever been to another country and then you pick up their accent? Happens to me. People think I'm Canadian all the time. Um, But with him, it was that. Yes. uh, And I thought it was great because I shared this with the men at the, i will talk a little bit more about this Bible study uh, in just a second, but that was one of the things when I, um, it it was a little breakout group that I had with two other men and the, in the end, what God was telling me to tell another man is to tell him Victor uh, or Vic, that God loves you. And so that has been. um,
1: And it it, was the theme that the week before.
0: Oh, remember (laughs) when it
1: was in reference to us and you said that, you saw the image of my father and yep. look.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And and the reason that's so Im- impactful that I realized later is because that was not something that was common in our family, in my family, not ours here, but my family when I was a kid mm-hmm. and growing up, that we didn't say I love you to each other. Oh. Never. It just wasn't. It wasn't like we said, don't say I love you. It just yeah. never was said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always trying to get my dad to say that or my mom to say that, to say I love you. And so it wasn't until that moment that I realized why I tell my kids, I don't know how many times a day that I love them. I mean, so much to the point where they get out of the car and they say, I love you probably without even thinking. I mean, my 15 year old son just said something like we, I, it was just something really quick Uh, at the end. He said, I love you. Yes. And so I, I, almost I think,
1: every time I hear you guys speak on the phone or something, he says, love you,
0: uh, but it's so important. And I, I think I, I, that was another great lesson uh, that the short time I knew your dad was how important it was to share that love oh. and to say it. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, one minute you could be arguing the next minute you go, okay, love you. <laughs> yes.
1: He would say it to me even when he was angry at me. Mm. Love. I said, I don't want to do this, you know, like when I was harassing him towards the end about (laughs) finance and my my dad, fortunately he was very sick and he was making the weirdest, most cockamamie decisions. And, uh, he was like, love, I want to leave me alone. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like, how, how angry could I get when he was saying that to me? It's just God's glory. Yeah.
0: God's glory for sure. Reminding us that all that's not that important. It happened. You're going to have to deal with it, but love. Amen. And glory. Wow. So good. Um, and so God's glory, again, um, struck me in that uh, Hedia um, found this small group uh, from a, a visit at a, at a church, and um, and she said, you know, we're going. God told her, tell Andy you're, he's going. <laughs> and so... <laughs> We went and uh and it's been it's one of those things is again as men we go, oh man, I gotta meet new people. Uh, and I, what if I don't like them? What if right? they're weird? What if they're weird? What
1: if they're weird? <laughs> <laughs> goofy?
0: And already they've laid hands on me twice, which again yes. is not that comfortable for me. But uh I love they, it. you know, these men, these big men with big beards uh and bald heads and come and like lay hands on you. That kind of guy's but it's been amazing. Uh, and in this breakout, again, another subject that I shared is that, man, I have trouble praying. Man, I'm just not comfortable praying. now, I can, you know at dinner time, I've got it down now. I mean, for the yes. most part, I can pray at dinner time because I've had enough practice at that. but it's in those moments, those sudden moments. If somebody asked me to pray for an event, you know, in two weeks, I can do that because yes. I write it down
1: <laughs> and I
0: get prepared and I know my audience and I, and I and I and I'm not sure if this glorifies God or not, but I prepare my prayer for the audience sure uh, with stuff and i hope that's okay but i feel much more comfortable but like last night at the school board meeting uh, one of the people that know me came up and said hey i think it would be great if you prayed for our meeting tonight i love that 200 people in a room 200 people and not christians and half of them them. (laughs) them are not christian and i go you want me to do what and i go (laughs) and i just reflected back to the small group breakout, yeah where they said Give yeah. Andy the, the, you know, the, the, the comfort, Get, you know, calm his heart because I, my heart pounds, yes. And I go, what if I say something stupid?
1: And so just to be clear, mm-hmm. th- the audience knows is that in this small group on Monday night, Andy expressed this concern, this specific res- concern about yes. being able to pray over a group. And so the men specifically prayed over him to give him the peace and the courage to be able to do this prayer flash forward to yesterday and a friend sits That was next on Monday. And then on Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> the friend said God didn't wait. He says, "Hey, Andy, you want to get up and pray for everyone?"
0: <laughs> the press is there, the register, Epic Times Angry is there.
1: communists,
0: angry communists, Marxists, socialists are all right? there with masks on, angry cuz we're uh banning CRT last night. That was our our yes. goal last night was to ban CRT. And so So what
1: happened? Get- <laughs> Tell the story because it's awesome.
0: Oh, so then I said, I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> flesh, fleshly and came back and said, and I turned around and said, let me, I'm going to think about it. And I turned around back in my seat and I put my head, elbows on my knees and my face in my hands. And I said, why so soon? Couldn't you give me time? No. time." And, um, and I said, oh God, if I don't, if I don't do this, um, I mean, everything was put in place for me to do this. And I turned around and I said, okay, so remind me what you're going to do. She goes, I'm going to stand up. We're both going to stand up. I'm going to introduce you. <laughs> and then you're going to just pray over this meeting. Yes. Oh, easy for you to say. And I said, okay, let's do this. If we don't do it now, then I'm not going to do it. And so I stood up and, uh, and she says, Andy uh, Falco is going to say, pray for us, pray for us. And right when she said that, Oh my gosh. The, the room, half of the room. <laughs> and uh, they were saying, no, you can't do that. You need to go call outside. The call the cops. <laughs> really? Well, actually she didn't say call the cops until I started. So, but there's a grumbling, no, you can't pray in here. You need to take it outside. I mean, it was almost like it was a little bit. Now, listen, I'm not making myself all glorified, but it was almost like I could imagine what would happen in back in, you know, in the times of jesus you know when he would come into a place or one of the disciples uh, would come into a place where they just weren't wanted yeah where it was debauchery going on and go, ah get that stuff out of here <laughs> ah, ah, ah. and all kinds my, of shenanigans my, going on.
1: the early church
0: yes and it was like this i was it was a scene out of the chosen oh. <laughs> i'm not I, I don't think i was you know I'm, again i'm not trying to modern glorify, day version i'm not trying to glorify myself i was just saying wow and everybody looked at me like, what are you going to do? Like, Right. Like, are you going to sit back down? Are you going to take us outside? Like they were going, they were like, oh no, what's he going to do? And I said, all right, bow your heads. And it's all going on. And I said, dear God, um, we love you so much and just appreciate this opportunity. And then that's when the lady says, call the police, call the police. <laughs> and I going, what? She's calling the police. <laughs> what does our world come to i've never seen such a thing god on monday night puts these men in my in my sphere to to kind of tell you we're gonna we're gonna do this yeah god goes you have no idea what i plan for you on tuesday right you need uh the covering of these men and of my glory because i'm gonna put you in this situation on tuesday it's gonna be (laughs) It's going to be glorious. Because yeah.
1: most people, <laughs> when they're called to pray, it's like, your are experienced in church. Go sit with a lady. Right. If it doesn't go well, you can easily right. go and ignore it. But, you know, you, went, you had a public display of oh, either my success or failure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but he gave me some, I think, some really important. I, it didn't come from me. None of what I said came from me. But and, that's fantastic. Uh, and it's just talked about truth and um his love and that that he put us there not to be quiet not to sit down and not say anything about the, the shenanigans that were going on but um it was awesome so the only other thing that went along with it is about halfway through my prayer the room went silent amen but i don't know if god silenced my ears so that no, i could get through the prayer he
1: silenced the crowd but they
0: the the, the, the people that were i'm literally i'm telling you there were sounds it wasn't. There weren't necessarily always were. I mean, call it the police was pretty clear, but there was also like, Rawr! Rawr! like this, like this no, is sound. Once, once the sound. glory
1: of the Lord manifests, everything else must disappear.
0: Oh my gosh, it, it was so.
1: Everything else, it's like a sonic boom. It pushes everything. It was else amazing. Out.
0: Anybody that's watching that was there, or if you're watching the replay, I think uh, Todd and some, I wish somebody would record it because uh, I just want to make sure that it wasn't just me that heard the silence, but it it was like, oh, I love that. And then I said probably two more sentences, three more sentences, and then asked if anybody else had had anything to say, because I didn't want to be the only one I wanted to be, (laughs) I don't know why I did that. I don't even know what came up with me. And then the lady says, no, amen. And then everybody (laughs) goes, amen, amen. And then they applauded and then we sat down.
1: Well, and I don't know if you remember, but the night before at the meeting, you specifically said um, that you had a, a problem with praying, even though you had this this strength and courage for death defying things. But the yeah. thought of publicly praying was more frightening to you than, yeah. than putting your life at risk. And so it's just, it was just awesome to.
0: I used to barefoot ski at 90 miles an hour, but I can't pray with a woman who looks like.
1: <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? It's so crazy.
0: Yeah. It's such, it's such a. I know I said one last thing and the last thing, but I forgot. I just remembered this. One of the first people that came up to me, which I thought was so awesome because I love this about God, is that in that room, uh, there were several young people, mm-hmm. uh, everything from probably 14. I don't know if there's anybody younger. There might've been, uh, but teenagers um, and a number of teenagers in the row that I was sitting in from, um, what's the name of that organization? Oh my gosh. Turning, right, point, turning point. Turning point. And um, this kid that was about 17 or 18. The first one that came up to me to shake my hand, he goes, thank you for doing that. That was awesome. Because they love to see it. Oh, I just love that.
1: I mean, that's, and it's such an important example.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) And I don't know if you remember this also, but when Andy's, (laughs) so after our life group, and so he had this prayer experience, they were in a separate room. Uh, They came back, Andy told the rest of us what happened. You had also said to them that you are... Comfortable with the devotional and praying because we're behind a screen. Yeah. We're not even in front yeah. of people. So you even expressed that concern <laughs> and they prayed over that too, you know? And the, the Lord, the very next day, was like, I'm removing the screen. There you go. You know, like, I, I'm not going to let you um, mm-hmm. have this as a filter.
0: No. Because with time, that experience on Monday with my humanly flesh would have faded away like the grass like the plants it dies yes he couldn't let it he couldn't let it die yes i I think also that again as i said before he he goes i'm gonna put you someplace on tuesday you need this you you won't be able to do this in your flesh because i know you i've been looking at your sad flesh
1: i can't wait to tell the group (laughs) i can't wait to tell the group what happened
0: (laughs) so you need this because you're not gonna be able to do it let's go back to uh, gail's comment because when we were talking about love uh, she had this comment.
1: My parents used to say this. Did I tell you today that I love you? Oh, we do that too. They said that a lot and I miss them and I know we're going to see them in heaven. They believed in Jesus. Oh. Amen. That's beautiful. And Debbie's saying, yes, I can relate. Yep. And, and then- Gail says, well, you stood up for the Lord and you knew you needed those men to pray over you. Wow. Yeah. It was so supernatural. Such a great, amazing God thing you
0: know it is kind of funny because I think even on that night i although I was happy that it happened and then I had that interaction with Vic and you know God gave me to tell him, there was still a little beam of like a little bit of me like, why why not those guys come out and take on me like there's that there's like twenty people they're there. lazy. they're lazy fo-
1: laser focused on you <laughs> because the week before they did the same and it's and it's uh and I and just like they did last time, it's super accurate. And yes, and like I told, I was telling Andy, I said, I hope you can appreciate when you're in a room in a life group and the Holy Spirit is moving. And one of those members of the life group comes over and says to you, I think I have a message for you from the Lord. If they know something about you that there's no way they could know, um, be sure that it is from the Lord because it, he, the first night, one of the associate pastors came over and said this to Andy says that you know the lord's calling on you to worship and to worship when you're alone and to just worship just you know just the two of you in a relationship and andy has specifically expressed to me he has a problem doing that the 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 stillness the quiet the spending time with god that's um that's more of a struggle than the um corporal worship and and there's no way he could have known that i mean literally that's the first time andy even walked into this room so it's when we realize that we uh when we behave and operate and um believe that we are the church and we are the body of christ and that he can speak to this body then the messages we receive are all the more powerful Mm. wow especially now that you've had this experience yet the second time next time you go there you're gonna be like oh my goodness what's gonna happen
0: It is supernatural what you just talked about. It's not just there, but other times people have come up and either yeah. prayed for me or prayed for you or prayed for somebody next to us. The person goes, oh my gosh, how'd you know that I needed that today? Or yeah. how did you? Um, and it's, it's so much different than, um, you know, who are those people that are on television or remember you used to call TV people. TV evangelists. No, not them. The people that you call that have uh, psychic powers, oh. like psychic help center. Yes. We're not talking about that. It's not no. like they're psychic. No. Right? This could have been just a one-off. Yeah, sometimes where people now these gentlemen, they they're pastors and they, well, one of them is. Um, but every so often, like that lady, again, I'll go back to my experience of walking up. It's I'm not a psychic. I mean, number one, I could see it in her face that she was in despair, but also the Holy Spirit was saying that woman needs prayer.
1: Well, I mean, that's the whole point of it is that we believe that we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and he speaks to us. But the, the we learn repeatedly in the Bible, it's not just for us. The Great Commission is to go make disciples right. and is to cast uh, out demons and heal the sick, not of ourselves, not to cast out our own demons, but to cast out other people's demons. <laughs> so we're supposed to be spreading these gifts. Well, if we can't hear them or understand them, how are we going to spread them? Mm. So wow. it's, it's, God's very intentional about giving them to us. Yeah. And I know when people and people often say, like a friend in the Bible study, so this other gentleman was really struggling with the fact that he had the small group, and he really believed that the Lord was telling him he needs to lead it, but he just kept refusing. And he's like, I'm not doing it. And the Lord's like, you're gonna do it. And he's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> basically literally having a fight every single day about this small group. And then he just said that he he just kept saying to himself, I'm not worthy. And it's just like Moses was saying that to God. God's like, of course you're not worthy, but I am (laughs) worthy. I will do it. I'm not telling, I'm I'm just telling you to open your mouth. I'm just telling you to show up. I'm not telling you that you're so great that you're gonna do this on your own. You're just gonna be the vehicle by which I manifest my glory.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Awesome. Hey, should we tell people about this great app? Yes. That uh, is available for them to listen to not only us, but other people.
1: Absolutely. It is called Edify and it's the Christian Podcast Network. This is how you can get it.
0: This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play, or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. So if you'd go there and subscribe uh, to our show, that would be awesome. It's free. Yes. Everything's free. The app's free. Our show is free. And uh, it just shows uh, Edify that uh, they did the right thing for putting us on their platform. Yes. Even though we are number one of the five most what's it again
1: <laughs> top five recommended podcasts for 2022
0: of the christian post all right well take on the day i gotta say that god gave us something today in this uh, particular devotional at least it was good for me it's it was,
1: <laughs> i just write on your coattails love
0: i loved our discussion today. i love this i love the the participation of uh, our friends and the, yes the thank you so awesome uh, again, if you're watching the replay, please write in the, the comments. Those of you on the podcast who are just listening, just listen and relax. Yeah. Any insight
1: into like our friend gave us on, sorry, what was it? Was it Betty? Uh, Gail gave us on our celestial bodies. If anybody else has any opinions, thoughts, uh, contributions, we'd love to hear them.
0: One last thing Miguel said.
1: Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. You're both wonderful to listen
0: to and have a wonderful night. God bless.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. God bless.
0: Take care, my friends. We love you guys. Bye bye. Bye.